Welcome to the Holy Smokes Podcast, a show about faith, friendship, fine tobacco and drink. I'm Steve Ryder, and I'm not in the lion's den, but I do have Derek Fulmer here. I am in Alan McKinnon's bear's den. And if for anyone that's been out to the conclave or has ever visited the Castle Rock Holy Smokes group on a Friday when it's been hosted here, I gotta say, Alan, you're not a part of this recording. I'm getting you on in the future, but this place is probably, this is my favorite lounge out of any of them that I've been to along the front range. My man, this is just, it is so warm, so inviting. And we will definitely have you on to talk about your story as well as starting this little feature, occasional series, if you will, about home lounges, garage lounges, shed lounges, because I have three gentlemen here, two of which have been on the podcast, one who this is his first time and we'll be getting his story right after this. You guys have been starting to kind of help and get this stuff, you know, built and developed. And you guys have had, you know, some struggles along the way and you've hit roadblocks. And so we wanted to really start to feature these home lounges, but then also start it off with, if someone has an idea of starting a home lounge, where do they start? And so I wanted to bring in three local experts, if you will, <laughs> who have really become that because of just trial and error and starting to do this. So on this, I have Derek Fulmer back on. I have Demetrius Giannopoulos, who's back on. And then Neil McKinnon. Gentlemen, thanks for being on. Welcome thanks for to the lounge. <laughs> Thank you. So how'd you guys get into this? I mean, what was the first lounge that, you know, one of you did and then the... Well, we didn't do anything on Derek's, but Derek's was the first one. And then Demetrius came along and said, I want to do a lounge. So we basically started by drawing lines on a concrete floor. There were no blueprints. There were no plans. It was just basically chalk lines on a cement floor saying... Here's where the walls should be, and went from there. Yeah, and how it, uh, he's talking, I think you're talking about mine first. Yeah, yeah. So what happened is, is uh, I just had a house built, and we were, this is actually January or December, I think it was actually in December. I just moved in, or January of... Uh, 19? 1920, mm -hmm. 2020, before COVID hit, and Neil and... I think Derek and some other ones, I said, we got to just get your, start building your lounge. And, I, and I'm like, I went home to my wife. I said, they're ready to get this thing going. I was going to put that at the end of all the other things I had to do on the on new yeah. home construction. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, we jumped into it. And like he said, we started drawing out lines. And, and not only because I, I understood um, from Wayne Green's, uh, the Wayne's World uh, Cigar Lounge is the most important part in my opinion, is the airflow. And so we've learned by airflow is very critical. So your intake air has got to be low. So you create an updraft. And then your fan, industrial fan, is what takes the smoke out because no lounge with a lot of smoking is a whole lot of fun. So it's good to remove that air as fast as possible. For an example, mine, based off the... Uh, fan is a 757, which is pretty much all of our fans now. Alan was building his 
at the same time, I think. Yeah, he already started his. I just thought about that. Yeah. So long story short, we ordered the fans, and it turns my room, because it's a smaller lounge. Seats about eight people, ten people comfortably. But anyways, it'll turn the whole room every two and a half to three minutes. So You want that, as he pointed out, that air coming, the fresh air coming into the room. From inside the house. To scrub the room, basically, from the low to the high and from one side or one end to the opposite end as often as you can if you know if the structure allows for it that is the ideal situation scrub the room and with everyone we've done we've been able to do that and they've worked i mean the swamp is probably the another great example of it yes. and whose is the swamp that's dean hopkins okay yeah, and that was the last one i think yeah pretty much the last one although we've done his basement in his rental house, yeah. Derek's rental house. But that was the last major construction project that us retired guys did. <laughs> retired. Yeah. I'd go back to, holy smokes, what a tremendous community of friends. And so we, when I opened the lion's den, I think it's really cool to talk about what's the genesis of why they were created in the first place. Why, I think, is a really important yes. thing. Why? And why do you call, I mean, what you call your lounge is extremely important. How so? <laughs> like, why do you feel that way? Well, I, I think it's... And a, do you guys agree? Yes. Yes, Yes. very much so. I think, um, and by the way, going back, Steve, the reason why you like this, the Bears Den the most, is because Alan had it professionally done. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, yeah, so... In 2018, almost 19, um, I had an open vision from the Lord, and he said, build me my den. Build the lion's den. Really? And we all know that uh, Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. And so it was just kind of a really cool, and that it came out exactly how I saw it. And so... It's been an honor and a ton of fun to be able to provide a space for so many Holy Smoker guys to come in from all over the country, not only that, but all the world, Yeah. to come to a place that's, uh, you know, it's, it's six, seven hundred square feet, but it's uh, been prayed over and it's a special place to come meet and talk about kingdom, talk about, you know, faith, talk about smoking and, and having a nice fine drink and just last night we were hanging out yeah. you me john ramstead dave dave and it was just some really authentic conversation there last night and after you and david left john and i i mean we went to a whole level in terms of just openness about stuff going on in our lives and it was just it was beautiful well that's what holy smokes brings to not just men but you know male and female members, it's a fellowship where you can open your heart and your soul and have that conversation and never worry about political points of view or anything like that. Everybody understands and has a, a similar view of Christ and the world as it is, or his world as it is, and we can all talk openly about it. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of tears shed in oh, yeah. evenings with Holy Smokes. Oh, yeah. For sure. And what sorts of hurdles, stumbling blocks in the process? Was there anything that changed while you were yeah, building it or changed afterwards? If, if I would had to do it over again, I wouldn't do the smoke eaters. 
What do you mean by smoke eater? Okay, so it's a, a self-contained unit that, that filters the air and you have to replace the filters. It does not evacuate the air. Mm. And so it works real well, but it's a little too noisy. So be very uh, conscious of that if you're going to build a, a lounge. That was one. The other thing, it's just, you know, it takes, you know, um, if you don't have free help <laughs> from the uh, Holy Smoke guys here, I don't know what we should call, I don't even know what we call ourselves. Well, we, we call ourselves, <laughs> we be Cigars and oh. Stuff, LLC. Cigar Rooms and Stuff, LLC. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's, you know, anywhere from $15,000 is really on the very low scale to Mr. Alan McKinnon over here. Yeah. where you're going to be spending, you know, close to six figures. So maybe well, more. Okay, he just, Alan's just said it's a little <laughs> more than that. So. And what we found is it was kind of a learn as you go. I mean, every, really? it, it's not that we never ran into problems. We ran into a lot of them, but we as we encountered them, we were forced to come up with solutions. And between basically the three of us, the solutions were easy to find. All we had to do was think about it, trial and error, and make them work and we did on yeah. virtually every one we've done right so demetrius what were some of the problems that you guys ran into that you needed to pivot and adjust and come up uh, with solutions for me because of the wall I, my lounge is inside the basement there's concrete walls so there had to be the hvac guy had to do my vent different than what we've been doing for other ones it, mine's mounted in the sidewall. Okay. And it sucks the air. I mean, it, it really pulls a lot of air. And uh, I remember from the concrete. We've had friends, we've had people, their hair's actually standing up. <laughs> and uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> True story. But I, I wanted to note too that I, that I don't remember any obstacles. Do you? Or we just kind of framing and. We had a couple workarounds where we had to do with pipes and stuff hanging below right. the joists, which. So we had you know. to build extra soffits. Yeah, we had to build a couple extra soffits rather than move pipes and duct work and things like that. And that's always something to take into consideration, especially if you're sealing to start with, if your joists are extremely low, if you're in an eight foot ceiling and you're running a six or 10 or 12 inch soffit below that, a guy like, uh, well, some of our guys that are six, eight, they're gonna be ducking moving around in those rooms. My six ten little brother. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't run into that in your place because basically the soffits were on the outside walls and around right. the ceiling there, so it wasn't an issue there. But getting the walls all squared up because some of those concrete walls are not exactly square, that wasn't really a major yeah, issue. But I don't think so. And I, I think it was, it, it was exciting for me and I think for all of us for the community of just being able to come together and kind of like a barn raise. Yeah. Uh, Neil and I are, have some framing background. Demetrius has electrical background, and we took all of that and just um, we'd come out and we'd work for cigars. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and the the work was difficult at times, but it was always a joy to. Yeah. The finished product is unbelievable. We all gain nicknames from that from those projects too. Oh yeah, so uh, we call Neil Boss Man. <laughs> then Demetrius is Little D. Because he's lost yeah. 70 pounds. And you look and, great, bro. I mean, yes. really, you look so good. And okay. Derek and, and, is Boom Boom because he was the master with the nail gun. Yeah, I was, Mr. Boom, I was boom. boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to you know, tell, um, 
Tell the audience about why you named yours. Uh, by the way, each one of these has been in the basement. Mine was in an outbuilding. Yeah. So there's some good and bad about that because in an outbuilding, you, as you know well know, you can just kind of show up. Yeah. And you don't have to interrupt or anybody. You can come and go as you please. Yep. And here you have to make sure that you're invited and get in. So, But that's kind of fun. And one thing before I go into that, that's great ideas, but is the thing that we do on our walls is after it's framed and then we insulate, well, we run the electric and then we insulate, is we take six millimeter clear plastic and wrap the whole room from top to bottom. They're, Ceiling, it's, it's seamless. Yes, really. So basically, because my wife, trust me when I say I, I promise, <laughs> that you will not smell smoke. So I went all the way and wrapped the whole room in uh, plastic, That's uh, construction plastic that's used. You just get it at Home Depot or Lowe's. Yeah. And then uh, we, Derek and I... How did you guys come up with that idea? Um, I think I got it from uh, Cameron Briggs, I think. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember else. where we got the idea. The other thing, too, is is blocking off all of the return vents into the heating and cooling system so that you're not pumping smoke out of the room into the main air conditioning or heating system of the house. Otherwise, you're pumping the smoke into the house. That's critical if you're building in a basement. And I think that's a good point that, you know, a lot of guys from the conclave, hundreds of guys show up at these super nice lounges and they're going, man, I'd love to have one. But they're usually with wives. <laughs> yes. And, the, you know, you might only have a place for maybe four, maybe five chairs. And that's fine. Yep. That's a great little cigar Study. cave. Yeah. Yeah. But the big problem is, OK, I'd love to have one. But the missus is uh, she does not want smoke for nothing. Mm hmm. So I think everybody of the listeners need to know that you can build something that is self-contained. No smoke's going to get anywhere into the house. And I think both husband and wife are going to be happy. Now, I would assume you guys would recommend no carpet. No Nothing carpet. that's going to absorb smoke. Right. No carpet. Leather, hard flooring, sealed walls, all those things. Um, you can walk in here. Well, Alan also, and some of the others also have the ionizers, which purify the air after the day is done or the evening is done so that you don't have the smell continuing in the room. You can walk into your place, any of them, after everybody's gone and you won't smell cigar smoke. Last night when I shut it down, I turned off the heat, turned off the, all the lights, plugged in those ionizers and hit them. That's perfect because I'll tell you right now, the ionizers are golden. you got to have an ionizer. And any sort of particular brand or anything specifically that people should be looking for when they get one? It depends. I, I Mine's called Air Breeze. I don't know what his is. Same one? I got a couple of ones that are about 100 bucks a piece. Not quite yeah, sure what expensive. they are, but they work wonderful. Yeah. yeah and, you know, I, and I think most of the ones have um, either tile or some kind of a fake wood floor. Hard floor. But they can have rugs. Yeah. I think all of them have rugs. Yeah. Yeah. And there are several wives who could offer testimonials that they don't smell the smoke in the houses that we've done. And the secret is that wrapping and, and the ventilation system. Keep right. it concentrated in the room it's designed for. And going back to the purpose that was driven behind this is the relationships that have been built here in Castle Rock. So we this have a tight group. We yeah. have four really group. different lounges that we rotate 
And the other motive behind all this is it's too cold here in Colorado to smoke cigars outside in the winter months. Yeah. And it's much more enjoyable to be in a, in a lounge indoors that, that you can heat. Mm-hmm. And so that's, those are some driving factors. Some people can probably smoke outside year round, but not here in Colorado, yeah. in my opinion. So the ones we have are Wayne's World, yep. Wayne Green. Then we have the Eagle's Nest, Demetrius's, the Lion's Den, the Swamp, which is Dean's. Uh, Dean's. Dean's. Which you, you haven't seen that one yet, have no, you? No, I haven't been there yet. You really need to get up and oh see that. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's incredible. It's, it came out spectacular. Really? Yeah. And then we have Alan's uh, The Bear's Den, and there's always a story behind each one. So. Yeah. Yeah, for example, I was trying to think about how what I'm going to name mine. I, was, I had all kinds of names. I was pretty settled on one. I was going to call it The Tabernacle. Mm. And, but then I just had this nudge. I realized I had all these eagles. I love eagles because mm. they represent leadership and all kinds of stuff. And so I decided to call it Eagle's Nest. So it's, it's stuck. Why do you guys think the name is so important? Well, for me, it's a, just a personal thing that you enjoy personally. That yeah. what, It speaks a little bit about yourself. Do you feel it sets the tone for the atmosphere? Yeah. I mean, I've had amazing meetings in, in our lounges. Most people don't even know. There's incredible meetings that happen. I think it's important for, um, and uh, we all around uh, Holy Smokes, we all love to talk story. And hearing everybody's story is important. So the story behind a lounge is, I think the listeners, they'd do well to be able to really think about, man, what's important to uh, me or them or whatever we want to portray and then project in a lounge. So yeah, I think the name's important. Now we've talked about home lounges. Derek, yours is basically in your detached garage, half of it. Used to be a wood shop, right? Yes, that's correct. So what sorts of advice would you have for people then that are looking in that sort of thing where it's either a wood shop or even kind of better outfitting their garage? Because that was one of the mess. So I threw this up on the Holy Smokes group and I said, Hey, this, I'm thinking about doing this series. What questions do you have? And one was like, one of them said, hey, I meet in my garage. Airflow is a problem. And so what sorts of things would you recommend, not just for airflow, but also just to help maybe with, you know, maintaining heat, with helping to keep, you know, the smell at a minimum, maybe decorative things, those kinds of things. Yeah, I think um, when you're talking about, okay, so you, those kind of questions depends on whether you live in a cold air climate or a warm air climate. The environment. So then in the summer months, uh, we just like to have a fan in the window, open the windows, and have a little ceiling fan go, and it moves. Pushes the air. Pushes the air. Cross ventilation. Cross ventilation is really, really important. Okay, so if it's a garage and they don't have that ability, what would you guys recommend? Put maybe installing some sort of fan up top or at least a good size ventilation fan that you could put at one end of the garage to move the smoke out through the door if the door happens to be open or if they have a window in there. Certainly something that gets air moving. What's the cost of that 750 CFM uh, unit? Uh, right around 400. Okay, so that's a pretty easy, doable deal for any a garage or anything like that. You're going to have to evacuate the smoke. What is CFM for people that don't know? Cubic feet per minute. Okay. 
So if you take the room... 750 by, cubic feet per minute. If you take a 8 by 12 room, 96 times 8 feet high. So you got 96 times 8. What's that? Eight, roughly 800 and some square feet. So a 750 CFM should turn that room over in one minute. Yep. Alan has two here. The Swamp has two. Eagle's Nest has one. And then I have two large, very large... Uh, <laughs> Uh, smoke eaters. Now, something else that some of the holy smokers in Colorado Springs have done is they've taken a maybe a tough shed, yeah, and like insulated it like Paul and Troy and Andrea Vanderhuel, yeah, and they've done some work on the inside, insulated, put up some walls, and then stuck a little fan up top to help pull air out. Mm-hmm. What advice would you guys have for someone who's thinking about that as an option? Well, again, it depends on the size of the room, um, you know, how much you want to move. There's nothing wrong with having it overventilated. A lot better situation than underventilated. I think every room we've built has essentially been overventilated. Yeah, I look at Troy's, which is called the confessional. Yeah. Because they really... It's small. You have to confess when you go in there. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't, it's, it's a shed, and I don't think they have any evacuation stuff there. So they just, uh, it's an easy setup. Go in there, make it comfortable, get some ashtrays, mm-hmm. and then have an open door or open window and have a little cross ventilation. And that, that's a simple thing to do. And the same thing we did with Pete Nemeth's when we did his. He had an existing small room downstairs. Actually, not really in a full basement, kind of a partial basement below ground, halfway below ground had no ceiling ventilation or, you know, there was no attic above it where we could put ventilation in. So his is basically, he's got a window on one side and puts a fan on the other end and just drives the smoke out. And does it work well? It's adequate. Yeah. It's adequate. It's not a huge room. You know, we had to make do with what we had to work with there, and, and it works fine with him. You can put five, six guys in there, and it's adequate. And he is single, so he doesn't have a wife (laughs) (laughs) panicking about the smoke in the house. That's very true. So, yeah, the other thing, too, is uh, just clarify, too, is when you paint, put a sheen paint so that you can go back and wipe down. Because every couple of years, you're going to have to wipe the walls from the smoke. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Satin sheen or whatever you call it, satin. Uh, satin finish or, or a gloss finish, either one. I mean, at least a satin finish, something you can wipe down easily. For me, it, it means I don't want any smoke if I can have anything. I think, uh, you know, if you, everybody understood the FDA study that most people don't know about on cigar smoking is when they found out that cigarette smoking causes cancer, what they, they keep clumping us in with all the cigarette smokers. And the reality is in their findings, you can go and find it. It's in like 1964 that the average uh, man that smokes two cigars a day or less, there's no difference in lifespan that somebody doesn't smoke. And in, in many cases, the ones that smoke two cigars a day or less have lived longer than the ones that don't smoke anything at all because they they contributed to the oxidization that happens in the bloodstream and the decompression of stress. Yeah, that's and huge. Uh, so I I'm a big but I also don't think secondhand smoke can be. I mean, you're not really doing much different than a cigarette smoker then. 
Yeah. So secondhand smoke is you. That's a problem. So yeah. you want to really be able to evacuate the smoke because secondhand smoke is dangerous. <laughs> but I was you know, another thing, uh, Steve is. It's really been enjoyable for having all these lounges, and then uh, so then on Holy Smokes Friday, which is uh, our time for Castle Rock to meet, and on both cities on both sides, we just uh, we um, usually Demetrius says, "Hey, we're going to meet here, we're going to meet there, we're going to meet here," and then everybody, I mean, what anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five people show up yep. every yep. Friday. It's a great group. It's a great group. It is a great group. I've got an outdoor area that accommodates a large crowd, and it's a you know it's the same gazebo that he has, with a fireplace and heaters and stuff like that. And I've had twenty plus out there, but it's a summer month environment. Yeah. yeah. Any plans for a home lounge for you? No, and I've got a huge basement, and but it will not have a cigar room in it. Okay. No, I'm an outdoors guy, <laughs> but I love it. I enjoy everybody else's cigar lounge. <laughs> And the other thing about, you know, our cigar lounges in the group, too, you know, typically, if you look at the announcement that just came out, it's at the Swamp this Friday from 12 until it starts at 12. There's no ending time. If you don't get there by 11 o'clock, you don't get a comfortable seat. So 12 in our group is 11. 1045 has For now sure. become the new 12. For sure. We've changed the clock a little bit, but it's, uh, yeah, there are days when if you don't get there early, you're, it's standing room only. And let's see, he, uh, Dean has 10 chairs, 10, le- you know, leather yeah, chairs. Big leather chairs. And that, I think that's critical, too. You know, when you talk about seating and everything, go with leather. It's a little more expensive, but boy, I'll tell you what, it's the only way to go. Do you guys, for those of you that have leather, do you need to wipe that down like you do the walls every once in a while? Yes, you got to take care of it. Once in a while. Yeah. That, you know, you get that smoke and then uh, if you ionize, that means that's going to get on your on the furniture, so you gotta wipe it with the leather conditioning or the soap and then the leather conditioning. So yeah, I do that every so often. (laughs) Do you guys feel, you all were friends before you started this adventure. Do you feel you've become closer through these projects? Oh, absolutely. No question. We have a lot of fun too. There's a lot of laughs. Yep. Can't tell you how many times we've had to stop because we couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) Yeah, from this, um, we have a supper club group yeah. And a bunch of Holy Smokers come uh, together uh, once a month with the wives. And we rotate houses. And that's a wonderful thing. And it's really been just a really, really enjoyable uh, group uh, that's um, a lot of fun to hang around with. And I'll tell you what, you, you get to see some amazing humidors around this place. Yeah. We actually have another cigar room coming up, Tim Bintner's. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. We've got a new project in the works, so we're going to be starting to draw some more lines on the concrete pretty soon. And any definitive plans in terms of what he's looking for and what you guys are going to do there? It's somewhat going to be modeled after the swamp, I think, but right now he's at the stage of lining up the ventilation system, and that's the initial step, getting that all set up, and then we'll go after that's installed. But. Planning stages right now, so we're sharpening up the chalk, and <laughs> no blueprints are being drawn. It's just, we're, you know, he's, he's got a nice area for it, and um, just planning all the air system right now. But we'll be probably working on that one after the first of the year. Any walk-in humidors? 
Oh, well, not yet. Well, kind of Dean's. Dean's is, you could walk into his almost, but it's a freestanding piece of furniture. It's what, six, seven feet tall by five feet wide, glass doors. It's actually a commercial humidor, and uh, it's full at the moment. <laughs> yep. It's on, you got to get there. You got to see that one, Steve. Megan and Etienne, yeah, their new one that oh. is under construction, the study. Yeah. Is they have their walk-in humidor framed. I love the, the entrance has, to it too. Oh yeah, the, the speakeasy entrance. Yeah, so he's got a bookcase. When you walk down the stairs, yeah. walk down the hall, there's a bookcase, and you push the bookcase, and you're in there. And mm. I, this Friday, uh, tomorrow actually, tomorrow night, I'm going to be going over there and talking with them about the construction, and then going back to get some photos and some video once it's completed. Yep and uh, put something up there on the Holy Smokes page and within the group so that way everyone can kind of see what they're doing and yeah. And you knew before they started it was gonna be first class. Oh yeah, it's the vibe in there is wonderful because Etienne, when I was there earlier this week, he was like, he had, I was like, bro, I got this idea. It's just a really nice sound system. Two nice TVs in there on opposite walls that are synced up so they can watch movies with the kids right? and you know, have cigars. And a really nice sound system. And he played this Spotify playlist of old hymns. And he's like, I have this idea of on a Friday night, just inviting a handful of men over and just sitting and soaking and singing and these old <coughs> classic hymns. And he just played it. And I just sat in there and soaked in it. And I was like, this is going to be magical. This is going to be magical. Awesome. Awesome. So Derek Fulmer, Demetrius Giannopoulos, Neil McKinnon, thank you for being on the Holy Smokes podcast. If people have questions, can they reach out to you through the group? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and Demetrius pointed to Neil. Talk to Neil. Talk to Neil. <laughs> no, I think it's a group effort. And it's not just the three of us, too. There were several other people involved. Everybody would be happy to help anybody. Yep. Sure, that's cool about that. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. I wanted to announce that we have Holy Smokes gear. That's right. We have swag. We currently have hats, shirts, stickers, like for your vehicle or your travel humidor, magnets, even branded bourbon glasses for a limited time. Go to holysmokes.club and click on the shop tab. That's holysmokes.club. I'm super proud of the shirts. They're made with Bella Canvas shirts that are soft and incredibly comfortable. The hats fit wonderfully, which can be a problem for those of us with big noggins. We plan on having a lot more to offer, like Guayabara shirts, additional t-shirt designs, beanies, polos, hoodies, cigar accessories, and much more. Check it out. And even if you don't make a purchase now, be sure to sign up for that email list, as I've thrown a couple big discount coupon codes for those exclusively on that list. So click the shop tab at holysmokes.club. Thanks. Thanks.